Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, I have four new dreams, and they're concerning an earthquake and tsunami. So I'm going to have to revise our count for this earthquake tsunami now up. In case you don't remember it, we're following and tracking these active prophecies. We have 11 prophecies that says the dollar is going to fall, and I will send you cornerstoneassetmetals.com for help with that. We have now 14, and I'm now going to have to increase that to 15, uh, saying that there's a food shortage coming, and for that I'll send you josephkitchen.com. And we have had 17 meteor tsunami earthquake prophecies, but now I'm going to have to increase that, uh, well, up to 20. So, I mean, the, these, look, it, the, the more prophecies that come in on the same thing is the more surety it's coming, and the more also means how quickly it's coming. And for, for example, the earthquakes, we've been hearing earthquakes coming in California a lot, but as they come more and more, it means it's getting closer. And now we have 32, and I'm going to have to increase that one now after 33 prophecies saying that they're going to be suitcase nukes going off in America. So I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com for the financial needs. All right, so here's one of the new ones. This comes from a little lady called Cora T. She didn't put her last name on the Internet. November 14, 2022, she says, I had a dream about the East Coast of the United States. My guess is... She's probably never even heard of the Prophecy Club or a lot of the prophecies that we've been talking about. I had a dream about the East Coast of the United States, and I saw it like a map of the East Coast. A black line appeared on the coast from Maine all the way down to Florida. The coastline started to split or disappear before my eyes so that part, as I'm going to show you what it actually looked like, the black line that appeared in my dream, the part that's closest to the water from Maine to Florida, literally disappeared. Well, that would make sense if a tsunami hit it. It looked like it was splitting first, and then just disappeared like it was simply no more. And that's what a tsunami would do. I started feeling water come up onto my feet. Water was rushing onto my feet, and I knew this was a warning. I prayed and asked God to confirm if it was from Him. We always need to bring every dream or vision that we believe is from Him to God. I posted it, and a believer in Arizona contacted me and asked if I'd seen the video that she just posted last night. I said no. I looked, and lo and behold, she was talking about a prophecy God had given her about a tsunami coming to the east coast of the United States of America on the same night. Okay. So this is the second time we've had two... Well, in this case, there was two people saw the same dream that there was a, an East Coast tsunami coming. Now, you recall Michael Boldea and a prophet friend of his that had been accurate, and also his brother, all had a dream about an earthquake hitting the East Coast... Excuse me, tsunami hitting the East Coast, an earthquake hitting California. Three, all the same night. To me, I think, and that's the reason I'm bringing this to you, I think that's earth-shattering to think that it's getting that close and it's that powerful. When you've got three people, same dream, same night. Here's two people, same dream, same night. Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So I think that this is established, my brothers and sisters. 
this is established. We need to believe it. I'm even going to say we need to get prepared for it. And the first thing I'm going to say you need to get prepared for, you better ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Make him your Lord and Savior. Coincidence, she says, I think not. I've had multiple believers tell me that they've had dreams of the East Coast of the United States flooding. I don't know what it cost it. Well, we have a pretty good idea. All I know is that there was a specific time given to me four months as of November the 14th of this year, 2022. Now, I'm going to say something. My wife, Prophet Leslie, says that God never gives dates. And I struggled with whether I wanted to release that date or not. But if she's right, four months from November, that would be November, December, January, February, March. Now, if we're talking about the same thing, if we're talking about a meteor that is released because America splits Israel, that unless America is going to split Israel real soon, that's probably not going to happen. Now, it specifically says four months. It didn't say in November. Well, maybe not this year. So I don't know. I'm putting it out there. If this doesn't happen in four months, then don't blame me. We've still got a lot of other prophecies saying it's still coming. It's not going to erase it. So, 11 now up to 12 prophecies saying the dollar is going to die. 14 now to 15 saying there's a food shortage. 17 now up to 20, a tsunami coming. 32 now up to 33 prophecies saying suitcase nukes are coming. And for that, I'll send you to empshield.com. Use the promo code prophecy. Helps your prophecy club. And for the food problem, I'm going to send you to Joseph Kitchen. And we were talking about this. Let me keep it real simple. The simplest way and the cheapest way to feed your family in a food shortage is through wheat, wheat berries. Now, at Joseph Kitchen, we've made it easy for you. All you got to do is first order yourself a machine package. That's the mechanical things you need to make the wheat. Then you decide which of these packages you want to feed your family. Six people one year, four people one year, two people one year, one person one year. Order it. They've got it in stock, ready to ship out right now. Now on to the second one. California in four pieces. Same lady, Cora T. She had three dreams the same night. But in my opinion, they're all talking about the same message. And they're talking about the same topic. I was walking in a hotel in California and suddenly I heard a big boom. Now, I don't think that that's a meteor hitting. And I don't think that that is an explosion though it could be. I think that that is simply the movement of the tectonic plates, because I'm no expert on this, but the experts say the way this thing works is that these two plates build up pressure, build up pressure, and then all of a sudden snap. And that snap many times is reported to sound like a boom. So what she probably heard was the starting of the tectonic plates moving. That's just a guess. I was walking the hotel in California. Suddenly I heard a boom as if something exploded. It was a huge noise. We ran to the patio in the hotel and the pool was shaped like the state of California. So God is showing her where this is going to happen. She says, it looks like this. The coastline had ripped and the middle part had fractured so that the pool was not ground level. 
It was made from concrete but was above ground level. The stake cracked in two in the middle and then down the whole e- whole coastline. I saw with my eyes that the coast had basically gone all the way up and then tilted towards the left, as in towards the ocean. And the middle cracked, and the coastline cracked as well and lifted high. I'm going to read that again. The coastline had ripped, and the middle part had fractured. I think she's saying the middle part here. Now, we've had a lot of other people, and that's the reason I'm bringing this one to you. No one has been shown how it cracks. She apparently has. So that the pool was not ground level. It was made from concrete, but it was above ground level. The stake cracked in two in the middle and then down the whole coastline like this. So it cracks in the middle like this, and then she saw it crack all the way down like that. And this is the drawing on her website. So you can see, I've just tried to make that a little bit easier for you to see. I saw with my eyes that the coast had basically gone all the way up and then tilted towards the left or towards the ocean or towards the west. And the middle cracked and the coastline cracked as well and lifted high. It had caused it to tilt, so the left side of the state was destroyed. There was so much water that had poured out to the different sides of the hotel. We were in the motel, and I saw as the employees came rushing out onto the patio to pick up everything and try to contain the water gushing out. I remember thinking, this is going to be impossible to clean up. This is uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. Then the scene changed, the second dream. Now we're in a different motel. It was dirty and run down. The news was on saying something about a state of emergency. The motel was packed. There was a lot of people who had evacuated previous other areas and come to this motel, which I think is symbolic for once this happens in California, a lot of people will have to evacuate other states, two other states. And stay in schools and motels, that's the same thing Dana Coverstone was shown, that they would move into sports stadiums, into malls and things like this, and set up you know, places for people to live in a state of emergency. I'll back up and read part of that again. The motel was packed with other people, had to evacuate previous areas. I think it was symbolic because when this happens, a lot of people will have to evacuate to other states and stay in schools, motels, wherever they can find access, basically, because it was uninhabitable. That was a word that stood out, uninhabitable. Then the third dream came. The scene changed. I'm in a grocery store with a shopping cart. I'm rushing in with a bunch of people, also with shopping carts, but there was not much left. I only had a very few items of food. Everyone was in a panic buying. There was another young man walking out of the store with some chips and soda cans. I remember thinking, he's not taking this seriously. Now, if you've been watching Prophecy Club for a while, I'm guessing you're taking this seriously. But let me speak to the people that maybe have just run across this ministry. I think it's time for us all to start taking this seriously. I mean... We need to get prepared, and the first thing is ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Then you better start asking the Lord. Look, nobody knows exactly how to prepare. So what I did, I started walking around for about three days. I just said, Lord, show me what I need to do to get prepared. Show me. I kept asking over and over and over in Jesus' name, show me what I need to do to get prepared. And I believe he showed me. 
And by, by the way, one of the things he got me to do is put on solar panels and battery backup and a, and, 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 a, and a generator backup. So, I mean, electricity goes out for a long time. I'm good. I got it. Not a problem. Even if the uh, natural gas goes out. I mean, in a total emergency, I will still have electricity. Matter of fact, I've also got the EMP shield on our cars. I've got it on my home so that when a suitcase nuke goes off and uh, one guy, Tracy Meeks, or, or, or Jason Meeks, his husband, saw that one hits Lubbock and one hits Fort Worth and one hits Dallas. I live in the DFW area. So, you know, I, I'm getting prepared. Are you getting prepared? Do you have a Berkey water filter? You know, when we've had obvious poisoning go up into our air, we don't know where that went. We don't know if our water coming out of our tap in our streams, we don't know if it's pure water anymore. We don't know if it's poisonous. We don't know because we may be drinking it for months, 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 and thinking it's okay, and all of a sudden wake up dead one morning because it poisoned us. So I'm suggesting that you ask the Lord what you need to do to get prepared. You don't want to have a water filter, and what you really needed was an EMP shield device. On the other hand, you don't want to have a whole bunch of food, and then the Lord tells you to run. Okay, so you got to ask him what you need to do to get prepared. But I'm telling you, now's the time. You better start asking him. I believe that that part of the dream means that even when all this hits, a lot of people will not believe this is serious. Point made. A lot of people will think at some point life is going to go back to normal. I can tell you right now, life is never going to go back to normal. If you're a believer, like I am, you know that this is that this is not true. It's not going back to normal. The only thing that's coming back to normal is that Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua the Hapansiak, is coming back. So that was the three dreams that she had. So let me summarize. There's more. There are lots more. Matter of fact, I could spend another hour reading all of the different dreams and visions I had concerning now 12 saying dollars going to fall. Fifth, no, no, 20. Let me get it right here. Four, 15. 15 say a food shortage is coming. Now 20, if you count her three dreams, 20, 20 say a meteor tsunami and earthquake is coming. And then now 33 suitcase nukes. All of these are active prophecies. Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So I'm going to send you to empshield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY. You get a $50 discount and it helps your Prophecy Club too. Now I read this, but it was several months back and it ties in. So I'm going to quickly refresh your memory on a couple of things. John Paul Jackson, a prophet of God, August 5th, 2013. There's an earthquake that has been predicted to devastate California. We all know about that. Meaning a skyscraper is going to fall. The shape of the United States will change after that earthquake. That won't happen, by the way, until there's a storm. A major storm is going to come to California. Guess what just happened last month? A megastorm hit California. So could it be that maybe we are going to be hit with this big tsunami in March. I don't know, but I want to be ready. 
It's either a hurricane of incredible force or it's a storm of incredible force. And it was a storm of incredible force. But a great, great hurricane or incredible force going to come to that California in the earthquake that destroys it will not happen until after that takes place. Well, that's taken place. But that doesn't mean it won't be an earthquake tomorrow 7.5, you know. I'm talking about the one that changes the shape of California. Where you don't want to live in California anywhere in California again. That's what she just said, uninhabitable. When that happens, an inland ocean is formed and Baja becomes an island. The mouth of the island ocean forms between San Diego and Los Angeles. Now, 17 active prophecies. Three of those are talking about a meteor, Surly, Breeden, and Rodriguez. 17, now 18, say an earthquake, and those people are some of them. Salvarich, Jackson, Warren, Tabor, Johnson, Dudeman, Boldea, Sklar, Bowler, Snodgrass, Durham, Kirkpatrick, and Lewis. In other words, we've got a lot of people having the same dreams here. Then we jump to Chris Shepard, January 2020. Come up here. I want to show you something you asked to see. Instantly, I'm standing on a cloud. Walk over to the edge and look down, I heard. Okay, I walk over. I look down. I'm seeing the 48 continental states. Canada, Mexico are covered by clouds lower than me. I say, cool, Lord. What am I to see? Pay attention and watch. I saw a mushroom crowd cloud form over Seattle. Then Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Dallas, Chicago, New Orleans City, Washington, D.C., and then Miami. And we have, what was the count? 33 different people that have now seen these suitcase nukes going off. There were no planes, no missiles, but I knew that there were nukes. Okay, how do you get nukes into America? Well, you smuggle them in back in the 1980s when Russia lost a thousand nukes, and we estimate that some 50 of them were smuggled into America, at least 35 according to the prophecies. Then several smaller explosions in several minor major cities went off all over. But small towns and country areas were not touched. I could feel the millions of souls died and their screams. I won't soon forget. I never saw troops moving or heard any warning sirens. In other words, they had no warning. Just like Byron Surley said, surprise, surprise, surprise. These hit with no warning. Anytime. After this, I saw America begin to quake. It split open like the Grand Canyon, but bigger. It split from the Great Lakes down to the Ohio River into the Gulf of Mexico. It was at this point I realized what I was seeing and cried out for mercy. This must happen. It cannot be stopped. The voice responded. How many times do we have to hear this before we start believing it? So let me ask you a question. Are you prepared? Have you asked Jesus into your heart? Have you asked Jesus to forgive your sins? Do you have a Berkey water filter? Do you have some gold and silver? Do you have food enough to feed your family for at least a year? And really, we should have it for seven years, right? The next scene seemed like some time passed, but I'm not sure how long. Then, I saw a massive tidal wave hit the east coast. I saw the bottom half of California break off and sink into the ocean and quakes hit several places. Submarines started to pop up on both coasts. I knew there was no rapture in the dream, and everyone was caught unaware. 
Surprise, 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 just like Byron Surly said. Then clouds rushed in and blocked my view, and I started to wake up, but asked, when will this be? When will this happen? Soon, is all I heard. One of the brothers wrote up this map, and you might want to pause and take a moment and, and actually look at that map. As you remember, one of the prophecies said it will begin the second half of 2022. I think it has begun. As you recall, we talked about February 22 of 2022, started World War III. And then, of course, the storm came to California, so I think it has started. It has started. And if the tribulation started, I can tell you it started on the Feast of Atonement, which last year was August the... Yeah, that's right. I want to get October the 6th, excuse me. October the 6th. So if the tribulation has started, it started October 6th of 2022, and it may very well have. Estonia Lewis had a dream. This is only a sentence from it. The focus was on the west side of America. The whole part of California appeared to be under the ocean. A big chunk of Mexico near California was also in the ocean. Then the head woman said, I can't send you to California because California is underwater. It's gone. California is gone. I'm not going to send you there. Now, a couple of the brief refreshers. Remember, Prophet Leslie Johnson had a dream, and she heard a voice say, it's 20 stories tall, talking about the tsunami hitting the East Coast. Augusto Perez, another prophet, said tsunami will hit the East Coast of the United States and will go inland from 20 to 25 miles. Well, that's what, I forget her name. That's what she saw in the, in the first dream this morning. John Johnston saw a wave 300 foot tall. Maurice Scalar saw the southeastern U.S. giant tsunami hit. Uh, as you recall, Ephraim Rodriguez, prophet out of Puerto Rico, was shown a vision that a large meteor would hit Mona Island, which is an, an, an inhabited deserted island, just west of Puerto Rico, causing a tsunami a thousand foot high at Puerto Rico. But it'll be from 200, 400 foot high as it went down the east coast, going inland from 20 to 100 miles inland, which is pretty much what the other lady saw. It hits an earthquake fault running up the Mississippi River Valley to the Great Lakes, splitting America from the Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico and much of the west coast from California to Alaska to fall into the ocean. I'm, uh, I've got lots of these. I can keep reading for at least another 45 minutes. But I want to conclude with this. Um, I should, if, if I hadn't done this off the top of my head, I'd been able to tell you the exact date because I've got it written down. But it was probably 20 to 23 years ago. I was falling asleep one night. And I thought about it before I said it. I said, Lord, I just want to say that I love you more than I love my wife, my children, ministry, more than I love the very beat of my heart and the breath of my lungs, and fell asleep. Well, I guess that's what he was waiting to hear, because this was the first time I heard the voice of God, an audible voice of God. And believe me, when God talks to you, nobody has to tell you it's God talking. So I heard a voice, and it said, I'm giving you part of the harvest from the seeds sown by Billy Graham. Then a sword appeared in my hand that I held with two hands. 
and it was light, very sharp. I could spin it in any direction. Then a piece of paper, two foot by two foot, appeared up into my right. I took the sword and I cut down that paper. And as I cut down the paper, it just kind of fell down like that. And then it turned to a waterfall. I believe what the Lord was saying. He's given me about the third the number of souls that he gave Billy Graham. Well, how many is that? I don't know. But, you know, he went around the world for, what, 40 or 50 years doing crusades in sports stadiums. So he's probably the greatest soul winner of our time. Now, why do I tell you this? Because I believe that there's going to be a time when these things I'm telling you are going to come to pass. But here, I'll give you another example. Um, I believe it was June 14th of twenty of 2008, I had been on a speaking engagement, 18 cities, talking about our vision to find oil in Israel and also the judgment on America. And before I went to sleep that night, I said, Lord, I hope you're pleased what we're doing because it's not going so good. You know, we're spending $3,500 per city in advertising and not many people showing up, not many people getting saved. Well, that night he spoke to me. And I mean, I heard an audible voice, just like you're hearing me talk right now. And it said, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. Well, I answered audibly. And I said, the oil well in Israel? But there was no answer. It was like, son, that's all I'm going to say. But what I usually don't tell for the rest of the evening, it was like I was sitting in school. And the Lord kept speaking to me all night long. And I think most of it was just, he was downloading into my spirit. The only other thing I can remember from the rest of the evening was this. I saw Leslie holding up newspaper after newspaper after newspaper headline. Those are those seven newspaper headlines. I saw her holding up newspapers. And she was standing in front of our current fireplace. And he spoke to me. Again, I heard an audible voice, and it said, When those prophecies I gave your wife begin to come to pass, people from all directions begin to turn and listen to your ministry. Now, I say that because I know there's a lot of websites out there. These days, everybody and the brother, I mean, it doesn't cost you anything to get a website or to get a YouTube channel. I mean, nothing. And so anybody and everybody can just get out there and just say whatever they want to say. At the risk of sounding arrogant, I'm going to say this. I want you to ask yourself, when you go listen to all of these wannabes, all of these newbies, all of these people that want to say they're hearing from God, ask yourself this. Are they really called of God? Has God spoken to them? Because I assure you, he's spoken to me several times. Audible voice. I've had dreams, visions. I've never had an angel visit. Uh, Well, I say that. All right, I'll tell you that story. I was talking in uh, Minneapolis. About 75 people in the room. I was talking about the rapture. And I was beating up and destroying the rapture. And about that time, I saw something appear in the room. And faster than you can blink or an eye, this something that appeared over this part of the room, and it whoosh, it was round back behind me. 
I literally stopped talking and I turned back to see if there was something behind me. I mean, I saw something. And so I turned to the audience. I said, did you see that? Did you see that? And two or three of them raised their hand. What'd you see? What'd you see? They said, well, something appeared here and whoosh, she's back over behind you. And it was gone. I said, that's what I saw too. That's what I saw too. So that's, (laughs) that's, that's as close as I can get to an angel visit. But I say this because I want to let you know I'm called to do what I do. Wasn't my idea. Matter of fact, I've thought about quitting several times. A lot of the people that you're watching out there are not really called. I'm called. He's shown me a dream and a vision of us, of me speaking in sports stadiums. Thousands upon thousands. I mean, I could, I could talk for a long time about all of the things. What, what I'm trying to say is, this is a ministry you want to listen to. This is a ministry you want to stay close to. This is not for entertainment. This is not to try to get donations. You, you have to understand, I will do this. All right, all right, I guess I'll tell you that story. I know I'm going long, but I'll tell you another one. So <laughs> this would have been about 2003. I woke up one morning, I rolled over, my feet hit the side of the bed, and I was very frustrated. And I said out loud, under my breath, Leslie didn't hear me, I said, Lord, I said, I think I'm done. I think I'm done with this Prophecy Club stuff. I'm tired of not having enough money. I don't have enough money to reach people. We don't have enough money to pay our bills. I said, I'm I'm tired of fighting the battle. And I said, I I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I'm serious. I got showered, got dressed, all the way to the office. I'm thinking, okay, all right, I can do this. Well, you know, maybe I I could call the old job. Maybe they'd have me back. Uh, How can I do this? Because I don't need much money. (laughs) We don't make much money. How can I do this? So I get to the office and I'm calculating how can I make the switch from Prophecy Club to doing something else. Nine o'clock, an old friend walks in. I just drove all the way to Topeka from Oklahoma City. And this is the guy that I hired and trained back at the old job. I hired him. I trained him. And he had actually probably got the razor promotion that I would have got had I stayed, but I left in 1993 to start Prophecy Club. He said, I just wanted to come up here to say hi and to let you know that things have changed and I want to go into business with you in the same business and I'm going to make you a wonderful offer. And he said, yeah, I'll, I'll guarantee you so much a month and it was a nice paycheck, more than I was making at Prophecy Club. And uh, we want to encourage you to come back. Uh, you know, we know you're good at this, and we want to. We we're we're asking you to come back. Oh man, I remember. I looked up at the ceiling. <laughs> I knew God was saying, "Okay, Stan, you serious? You want to leave Prophecy Club? You want to leave ministry? There it is, boy. I opened the door for you." 
You can go back into it if you want to. Under my breath, I answered, and I said, No, Lord, this is what I want to do. And then I turned to the man, and I said, Well, first of all, let me say, you've given me the greatest compliment you can possibly give me. Being my friend, coming here, driving all of this way, sitting in my office, and offering me another job. And I want to say it's, it's a very, very big compliment. But I'm going to say no, and I'm going to say that I'm going to continue to do this if I starve to death. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And I didn't know it, but I guess I offended him because he won't even take my calls anymore. I've tried to call him two or three times. He won't even answer the phone. Won't return my calls when I leave a message. It's like, nope, I'm done with you, and God has closed the door. Now, why do I say that? I want to let you know that when we're serving the Lord, it can't be about money. If it's about money, he will open a door for you to get out of it again. And I had to make a decision. Do I really want to do this, or do I want to go make money? Now, uh, at the end of the story, I said to my wife the other day, I said, you realize if I'd have stayed in that old business I'd be in a much worse position than I am today, financially. And here I am, 69 years old, working and loving it, have no interest in retiring, but the other business would have required me to retire at age 65. So, now, I love it. I wake up excited to make the next program every day. Excited to come on and talk, I know. Are you sick? <laughs> Who wants to do this every day? I know, but I love doing it. And I know that there's going to be a time when I'm speaking in sports stadiums. I know that there'll be a time when I go to Israel and I drill and I find oil and present oil to Israel. I know God has shown me a lot of things. And I say all of this, now here we are now over 30 minutes into the program. If you've made it this far, you are a watchman. And if you've made it this far, I want to let you know that Prophecy Club is God's ministry. It's God's ministry to warn you. I want to let you know that you should continue to listen and, yes, support. But don't go off and listen to some of these other newbies. I'm trying to think of a nice, kind word to call them. The newbies that think they're hearing from God. They're not even going to church. They just started themselves a YouTube channel. Look and see. Do they have a story like that? Do they have a calling? Do they have, can they tell you when they were called? Do they talk about that? I don't usually talk about it, but if I wanted to, I could spend a couple of hours talking about how God has spoken to me, supernatural events. I mean, good grief. We've done, what, uh, we used to do 40 meetings a month in Bible prophecy all across America, 160 guest speakers, 330 DVDs. We've done 73-day crusades. My, 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 you know, we've been doing this a long time. And that's the reason I know you send me a lot of links on the emails and thank you. And there's some of them that I, I, I just email back and I say, oh, no, another one that's been deceived. Run from this one. 
Run from it. Do not listen to this one. It's garbage. If I think it's God, I put it on this channel. If I don't think it's God, you don't see it on the channel. And that doesn't necessarily mean that everything from every person is always God. Uh, the ones I think are God, I put them on here. It's easy. Well, maybe not easy. <laughs> but I, I try to bring you the truth. That's my heart. I look forward to the time when we're in sports stadiums, when I'm speaking like Billy Graham, when people come running out of the stadium, stands down onto the gridiron, falling on their knees, tears in their eyes, giving the heart to Jesus. That's my heart. That's what I want to do. So my point is, this is a ministry you should continue to stay close to. Don't just treat it as walking by and picking an apple off the tree from time to time. I suggest you not check it from time to time. I suggest you check it on a regular basis. Taking way too much of your time today. Thank you for staying with me. Today, we live in unsettling times. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do when food is no longer on the shelves? I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients have been packaged for immediate use or long-term storage. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen to order today. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of, full of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread, but you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Next is, I'll send you to empshield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car, okay? And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel that off. Stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car. And the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. <laughs> 